the Askell Leadership Podcast. Uh, my name is Will Thompson. I'm currently uh, principal at the Brinton's Academy, which is a 11 to 16 uh, mixed co-ed comprehensive in the London Borough of Havering uh, in challenging circumstances. Um, what attracted me to the job um, was a new challenge, which unfortunately isn't what I got, but that's definitely what attracted me to the position. Uh, in 2010, I was appointed to the Forest Academy uh, in the London Borough of Redbridge. It had just gone into special measures, and 14 days after getting special measures, I was unveiled as a new head teacher. And we made the journey um, from special measures to good in the September of 2013, and then again in the December of 2017. And after that officer visit, I thought very much about my career. I was 54. Um, I could have very happily stayed at the school. Um, I was very happy there um, and see my time out, but I, I've always been a person who likes to challenge. That was my seventh school. Uh, Britain's is my eighth. So uh, after the eight years at Forest, I went and applied for the job at Britain's and was fortunate enough to get it. What attracted me was it was going to be a new journey for me. Um, obviously, I've been in the position of being inadequate and with the pressure that brings. Um, when I went to Britain's, they very much felt when everyone presented to me and they genuinely believed that the school had hit what bottom in 2017, um, that things were going to be better in 2018. So I was going to be joining something with momentum. In 2017, it was in the bottom 7% of schools in the country for Progress 8. So a little bit, you know, surely it'd be improved from that and there would be momentum. But unfortunately in 2018, it actually got worse. It's the bottom 6% of schools in the country. And within my first year, we were judged inadequate uh, on the old regime of uh, outcomes being the, the key. And so, again, I'm back in a school, judged inadequate. This time, serious weaknesses. Uh, and so, uh, and the same challenge again. I genuinely believe, though, everything happens for a reason. Um, no one was lying to me you know, about the new challenge, what they envisaged to be. I signed up for it, and it just wasn't quite what I envisaged. But as I say, no point in being bitter. You, you're there for a reason, so get on and deal with it. So after eight years as a head uh, at Forest for two years here, so a little bit of what I'd like to share maybe is what I reminded myself when I went to Britain's, sort of what would I'd learnt from the, my time at Forest. The first one, I think, is try to limit the amount of time you have to explain what you're doing to people. Obviously, there's always times you have to explain what you're doing and obviously, you know, key people, you know, the staff, the students, absolutely no problem at all. But I found particularly in special measures, you were so many people wanted to know and wanted, you know, to feel responsible for it and that you were accountable to them. So obviously, you know, in those early days, there was a, a CEO over me. There was the governors and then sort of the trust, which the CEO was a part of. Uh, at those times in special measures, the local authority was involved before it became the academy. London Challenge was involved, so they obviously wanted an explanation as to where their sort of funding was going, what you're doing with it. The DFE became involved because they were involved and wanted to know it was going to turn around. It was the second time the school had been in special measures in seven years, so they were very anxious about it. Um, obviously, Ofsted were monitoring every term, and I think, particularly in those early days, I spent too long explaining what I was doing rather than doing it. So. Very much when I went to Britain's, I've made a real sort of plea. Obviously, you are accountable. It's a, a very important public position and you are responsible to people, but try to limit how often you have to 
be telling them and reporting them and particularly around the documentation get it right for the key people and then just give people that same documentation again don't keep adapting to their formats and their formulas because otherwise it's just wasted time time you're not doing the main thing which is improving the school what did I remind myself when I went to Britain's? Um, very much for me, and it might sound really obvious, but at times you, you can get waylaid from this, is make sure that every decision you make is child-focused. It's very easy to get swayed by all sorts of things, you know, that the budget can make, you know, force you to think slightly differently. Your timetabler might get you to think sort of those, all those bodies I've talked about having a, a, a say in a piece of you and a piece of the school, you know, want you to, to change what you're doing you know, is this the right move? How does it show? But, you know, fundamentally, if you do the right thing by the students, I don't think you'll go far wrong in a school. So every decision almost go back to, is it, is it good for the kids? A very interesting talk from a, not very often it's happened these days, but a very interesting talk from a, a lady, she talked about the uh, British rowing team. And whatever came to the table, the first question was asked was, will it make the boat go quicker? And exactly that question, you know, will it improve the school? Otherwise, you know, why are you getting involved with it? That'd be definitely a sort of a piece of advice I'd like to, to pass on. I think another one would be, and it sounds really obvious, but to get the best people into your school. And that's at all levels. Um, I really believe that everyone has equal importance in the school. The difference is the level of responsibility. That's the only difference. But there are times in a school when if your IT goes down, <laughs> the people who are going to fix it are far more important than you are as the, the head or the principal. There's at times when exams office is far more important. There might be a big CP case and your child protection office is more important. That, you know, it might be the teacher that's doing fantastic work in that class and far more important, doing far better, you know, far more useful thing than you are. So just, you know, keeping that sense of perspective about yourself but also just get the best people you can into the building at all levels. The quicker you can get the staff, and you will inherit staff that you know, will buy into your vision, but it's staff who care and will work hard. If you care and work hard, pretty much everything else will look after itself. So the quicker you can get, to me, that ethos in your staff, um, the, the, the quicker you will be successful. Very much, I think, the staff is your, your biggest sort of commodity to look after. Every decision should be student-focused, but every decision is student-focused, but with an eye on your staff, not with an eye on what the unions think or your negative drains, and every school has them. It doesn't matter where you are. As I say, this is my eighth school. Every school has its drains. In the old days, they often used to be found in the smokers' uh, staff room, but now, you know, they're just negative. Whatever's happening, forget them. You know, they're going to be the past. They're not the ones who care and they're going to go the extra mile, but, you know, bring the staff with you. And I think, you know, if you look at, look at your budget, 80% it will be on your staff, and that's why the quicker you can get the quality staff in there, the better. So I think it is that recruitment, that, you know, um, thinking differently, thinking outside the box, you know, thinking creatively how you can get the best people in. And as, as I say, you know, for, at all levels, obviously you bring someone to your SL2s in our valley, that's going to have had a huge impact. But, you know, equally, we've got a really good teacher in the class and that's going to have a new, huge impact on, on the school. Also, to the students, whenever they ask me, they moan about so-and-so going or, you know, that there's a vacancy or whatever. I just say, you know, in my job to bring the best quality people I can in front of you. And I always joke with them that the, the better the teachers are, but the staff are, the less I have to do. Which, uh, to some extent, is true, but uh, you still have plenty to do. Don't worry. 
I think uh, if you can try to always keep your sort of sense of why you're doing what you're doing. So just keep that sort of in your mind all the times because it's only first start people will want to try and influence you. This is your first head kick. They'll want the school to be in a certain way. It might be as it's always been or the bit they didn't like about it, but you know, just stick true to what you believe and what you want to do. So I think also to some extent, you know, whether you succeed or you fail and hopefully you will succeed, at least you've done it your way rather than being something different. I'm in the old dad age when I first started, don't smile till Christmas, but that's not really good because, you know, that's, if that's not you, you, you need to smile before Christmas as, as a teacher, but also as a leader. It is a fantastic job. As I say, I've done 10 years now and uh, I think I've certainly got another three, four, five years in me to, to add some more, but it is very, very important, but also keep your sense of perspective that ultimately you are you know, a husband, a wife, a partner, you know, you are a father, a mother, a sister, a daughter, whatever, you know, you've got all those relationships and they are more important because ultimately, you know, when you retire, those will be the people that will look after you, that those are the people you'll go back to, those are the people you love. So you always try to bear that in mind and it can be hard. I think particularly in the early days, my wife was very clear with me because I was distracted. It was, you know, it was getting, you know, almost 24 hours a day, I was sleeping, thinking about the school, you know, just, but when you are with them, you know, phone away, you're not checking your emails, you're, you know, you, you are present for them. But as I say, I genuinely think it is a fantastic job. So I wish you all the very, very best and I uh, hope this has been a, a little bit of use for you. Thank you. The Ask Leadership Podcast.